Yo, Brick Geeks, Lego fans, people of the world, it's me, Phil Fenn, the Brick Geek with friend, podcast, compadre, and anything else that you want to call in, but only nice things. It's Drew. How are you doing, Drew? I'm doing good. I'm doing good, yes. I've uh, just survived Christmas. Good stuff. I was going to say, unfortunately, we did miss the Christmas podcast, which is something I did want to do, but we got so busy. Drew, I know you incredibly busy yeah. as well. Busy time of year, isn't it? It is very busy. So we're doing one for New Year now. 2019 has been awesome. There's been some great Lego sets come out this year. Um, the Treehouse, the Lego Ideas Treehouse was absolutely amazing. Some unbelievable sets, wouldn't you say, Drew? Yeah, I mean, 2019 was supposed to be the year of the build for me. <laughs> yes, I remember <laughs> you saying. And to be fair, I've built a lot of sets. Compared to 2018, I've built a lot of sets, I think. So I, I, I think it, it didn't go too bad for me. Yeah, I built quite a few sets, actually. It picked up at the end of the year, as it always does. A few sets that I built, I have to say, one of them is the Gingerbread House. Um, which is something that I haven't really spoke about before, which is 10267, the Creator Expert set. I completely love this line. I think it's absolutely fantastic. Got it for my birthday, so that's to be built as well. Uh, you see, I built that um, 1,477 pieces, which is quite a large piece count. Um, no back on it, which was a bit of a shame. You know, I like the closed buildings. But yeah, fantastic. I really enjoyed it. It really took me away, you know, from that, because Lego do, I think with this line, especially the creator lines, I don't know whether you agree with me, they're very hard to fit in with each other because obviously, I was saying this in Brick Geeks actually, you have like the winter um, cottage, which is one of the most beautiful sets, and you know, a train station, which all fits in all nicely, and then a toy shop, a fire station, then all of a sudden you have a gingerbread house and Santa's workshop. Do you not think that they will go in with your... Winter scene? I've not well, seen it together, but... You see, I don't think they will because it's an entirely different concept as far as I'm concerned, like building-wise. I think this would definitely go more in with Santa's Workshop than it will, say, Winter Market. That's a great set with the carousel. Really good set. I motorised that as well. That's one of my favourite winter sets. I just don't think they fit in that well together. You've got something that's way more serious than this. You've got people, a street scene, and then you've got something complete fantasy. Yeah, I guess. If you look at the back of it as well, you can see, you know, you, you get missed. I I'm not taking anything away from the set. This is what I want to say. The set is fantastic. It's a great build. It's quite, um, there's a lot of little pieces in there, a lot of studs in there, you know, and the minifigures are really cool. The gingerbread lady has got like a pink circular bit that's like meant to look like jam in between her head, which I really like that bit. Um, yeah, it's great. Really enjoyed it. Um, I like the set. I've not built it. I've bought it because I really wanted it. I really liked it. Um, I'm just trying to think what you were saying about them going together with the other scenes. I guess this one's sort of a bit more out of reality. The others were more 
you know, minifigures and like people. And exactly what I said. That exactly what I mean. This is completely out of the reality spectrum. This is complete fancy where the other ones were a lot more not relatable, but if you look at Santa's workshop, Santa's workshop will definitely go with this, say more than as the train station, the winter train station, or the winter train, for example. Yeah. That's my personal opinion. But that's nothing I'm not taking anything away from the set because as a standalone piece I've put it on the side on its own. It, it looks amazing. With all, you know, you get the obligatory toys that you build up. You know, so this time you get a train, a pram, which was pretty cute, and a printed tile, which is a mini gingerbread. Yeah. And then, and then a rocking horse, which I really like the rocking horse. So first I looked at it, I was building it. I said, Steph, can you tell me what that is? When I was building it, she looked at it, she went, a rocking horse. I was like, do you really think that looks like a rocking horse? But underneath that, I missed the little green arches. As soon as you as soon as you click them into place, it does look good. Very yeah. good. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I thought the build was nice. There's a, there's a few new pieces in there as well, and obviously, and I need to mention this: the best piece in the set, and this is one of my favourite pieces, which has started to emerge. Um, I've seen it a couple of times now, and we're going to talk about the next thing I've seen it in. But currently, it's the little candy floss lamp. You got it in the roller coaster set when you got it. You're obsessed with that piece. I absolutely love that piece. It's like it's called honeycomb. They call it honeycomb, but it isn't really. It looks like candy floss because it's pink. It looks great as a lamp. I love it. Brilliant. I really enjoyed it. I thought it's a fantastic build, and I'd highly recommend it. I don't know whether it's still available now, though. Yes, it is still available on the Lego website. So you can buy it. It's eighty four ninety nine. But I got very lucky, and Steph bought it me as a Christmas present. Lucky boy. I I am very lucky. I was a bit miffed, not miffed, I was a bit, like, upset that I saw there was a sticker in there. One sticker. One sticker's good, I think, these days. Yeah, no, it is good, but, I mean, why one sticker? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> why not just print that tile? Yeah. Exactly. It was filled with lots of, uh, yeah, it was filled with, like, lots of little pink ice cream bits. And, yeah, I really enjoyed it. And then little one by one bricks, just standard bricks, which are transparent pink and blue. Yeah, you get an absolute load of them in the set, and I enjoyed it. It was good, really good, and it looks great on its own. You know, this is my point of what I was saying. If you think, oh, I don't know whether it really goes in with them sets. It doesn't have to really go with them sets because it looks so good on its own, and it also looks really good with 40337, which is its younger brother. I've mentioned this in the... I mentioned this in the blog that we've been writing. And yes, it's very cool. I like it. I like both of them together. They looked awesome. And that's how to do it, really. If you've got the little one, you can put the little one and the big one next to each other. And you can just put them on their own shelf. This is literally what I did. Nice. I've got them both. Not built either of them. <laughs> Sounds like you, Drew. That's <laughs> just. <laughs> just to talk about some different. I did mention the uh, candy floss. Um, the next thing that's coming out are the Lego minifigure, DC minifigures, which are absolutely awesome. Now, I really like these. What are you thinking, Drew? Yeah, I do like the the, um, the DC ones. Yeah, I like the superheroes. There's some good figures in there. Um, just trying to have a look, a look at the accessories. I quite like the one with the trans leg, transparent leg. I'm not sure who he's supposed to be, but... You mean on the right-hand side? Yeah. It looks um, like um, Metamorpho. Yes, it is Metamorpho. I was right. Boom. Yeah. Yeah, you, yeah. So you mean Metamorpho, yeah? Uh-huh. 
yeah, he's a pretty cool figure. I like him. But of all them figures there that I've seen, I think the best one, now they've called him Joker the Dark Knight Returns, and he's got the candy floss with him. But he's actually Frank Miller's Joker. Now, if you've ever read any of the comics, to me, Frank Miller is one of the best, if not the best. He's written the most iconic comics. Um, Wolverine was amazing, and he wrote The Dark Knight Returns, The Joker, and that's based on his uh, Joker figure. That's what I hear anyway, and I really love that figure. Brilliant. Joker's awesome. Uh, that's the one that's all white, isn't he? He's all white. Yeah, that's the one that's all white in the, um, with the... As I say, you can see him. Yeah, really cool. Got a card with him. And then there is the Batman, which is from 1939. In fact, you know what? I'll just list all the figures and we can talk about them. We've got Aquaman. You can see everyone knows who Aquaman is. He's like the first one with the blonde hair, which is pretty cool because that's what he was like. And then we've got Batman 1939, which is just like the OG series on TV where he had them big horns and stuff. I really like that figure. I think it's great. It's I think the ears look too pointy. Well, if you look that pointy. Well, if you look, um, the nineteen thirty-nine Batman actually had very pointy ears like that. In fact, you know what? While I'm here, I'm gonna send you a picture. You can see him quite clearly, he's got big pointy ears. Yeah, okay. They are quite pointy, I'll give you that. There was a TV show. Yeah, in the forties. Nineteen forty-three. There he is. And that is based on the 1939 Batman, and that's why I was saying it's the Batman that looks like. And I'll send you a picture of him, and you can clearly see. I mean, he looks really dodgy, but the Lego have made him look good. <laughs> <laughs> there he is. Yeah. <laughs> that's pretty bad. Yeah. And then there's Batmite, third one in. I don't know much about Batmite. Bumblebee. Pretty cool figure. Cyborg, which is, uh, it's got some purple chain with him. Now, the one next to him looks really good. This is the original Flash, yeah. which is excellent. Really like that. Look, with his helmet, looks like a completely different mould there they've had to do for that. Some sort of lightning coming out of his back as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just noticed that. That's great figure. Really good figure. The Green Lantern. It's pretty cool. Huntress, then Metamorpho, which is the one that you like. And then who's next? So Mr. Miracle. I've never seen that figure. I have no idea who he is. That's pretty cool. Cheetah. I know Cheetah. Then Wonder Woman, the original Wonder Woman, I think that is there. It really is as well. How cool is that? 1941, yeah. Yeah, that's brilliant, that. I love the way they've done this. Superman as well, which is the rebirth Superman. And then, and then Stargirl, Wonder Woman, which is 1941. Sinestro at the back there, you can see, with his blue top on. I really like these, me. I'm definitely going to be getting a full set of these. I'm a huge DC fan anyway. More Batman, though, to be honest with you. I love the whole Batman Joker thing. It's timeless, isn't it? I think I'm probably more Marvel than DC, but... That's what I, I think, mean. I think I just haven't seen enough of the dc i mean some of these ones i've heard of them but i've never really i don't really know much about them like bumblebee cheetah star yeah. mm. i find that if you look across the universes marvel universe and you look across the dc universe 
they have very very similar characters in each one and i even look i found one the other day which is really crazy um i like to look at them you know just to see and the swamp thing you've heard of the swamp thing haven't you dc yeah yeah well i think uh marvel had something called the man thing which is literally the same <laughs> the man thing yeah yeah there he is the man thing he came from a swamp as well uh there's quite a few um that the ripped off from each other not to digress and not to talk about it too much but it depends if you like it if you can see the do for me it's not the characters that are similar that i really like don't get me wrong there's some pretty cool characters on both sides on marvel and dc but i just don't know i think dc has the edge with uh, watchman was absolutely awesome great comic the comics V for Vendetta was amazing, brilliant. The original Batman comics were brilliant. There's so many. Um, uh, Frank Miller was, I mean, he wrote for both Marvel and DC. But there's just too many. They, they're just brilliant. DC for me all the way. Yeah. You like, yeah. You're into Marvel though, yeah? Well, I think Marvel's just been more, I don't know, maybe more popular at the minute and there's more things about. DC, maybe you've got to dig down. I've, I didn't really read comic books, so ah. I wouldn't have been exposed to them that way. Oh, you see, I used to read comic books. Some of them were really good, like exceptional. I like the X-Men as well. They were good. They were really good comics. But I think out of all the comics that I read, the best comic that I ever read was either The Watchmen or, or V for Vendetta. They were just exceptional. It, it was set in an alternate world, so... Things were the same, but things were different, if you get what I mean. And I really like that spin on things. Yeah, have you never seen V for Vendetta? I've seen the film, yeah. I've not seen, you know, I don't... I, I was never really a big reader. I struggled yeah. reading as I was, when I was younger, so... Comics weren't really weren't really for me, I don't think. Yeah, so you're a visual man, are you, Drew? I do like these figures. I think they're good, and I will be getting them. because Not only because I like them, I do like them all. I think they've all got a unique... Um, aspect to them but i think mainly because i've got all the minifigures and i will need to get these to keep up with the minifigures <laughs> yes yeah i agree uh i'd like to see i like i've just noticed they seem to come with like a little tuba one with an extra stud on it is everything every single figure's got that what's what's going on there is that for them to hold something they got clear it looks like there's like a clear stud on all of them but i don't know maybe that's just in the picture can you see uh, it doesn't really make very good for the podcast but the the row on the left looks like there's a clear stud let's have a look or like a diamond or something yes i can see it i wonder what that's all about they've all got it haven't they is it a diamond or I don't know, but we're going to find out. Have we got no inkling if we look at the front of the box? No. Front of the bag, should I say? No, no idea. But on there, they're stood on it. I don't know, but all I know is that Joker figure, that Frank Miller Joker figure, well, it's actually called The Dark Knight Returns, which is one of his uh, comics that he wrote, and that figure is epic for me. I love that. Them comics were so good. You've seen The Dark Knight Returns? Yes, yeah. Yeah, love them. Really, it looks really. like that's some sort of something to do with like an action pose. 
I have no idea. Look at the picture of the box at the bottom. There's a row of them on the bottom, and they look like they're posed. Yeah, that's that's what it is. That's exactly what it is. That's a transparent stud to, to stand them up in position. Look at Superman. He looks like he's flying. Yeah. Wow, that's new, isn't it? Yeah. Well spotted, Drew. Well spotted. That makes him just even better. Mm. Look at Batman. So <laughs> do, you want, do you want him even more now, Drew? Well, I'm going to get them anyway. I'd quite like to get them just so I can see, you know, in, to introduce me to some of these new figures that I've not known, not known about. Listen, bro, the Dark Knight Returns Batman Joker figure is it for me. I can't believe they've done it. But they've called it the Dark Knight Returns, not Frank Miller's Dark Knight Returns. But it is definitely his Joker, and it's psh, epic for me. That is epic. It's one of the best Jokers ever. I'll put it that way. Um there was some there's been some brilliant jokers though, haven't there? Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of Batman, now this for me is um hopefully I've I'll be able to acquire it in twenty twenty is the is one of the best sets Lego have ever done. I saw it in the Lego store. I I just could not believe how good this was. This is a nineteen eighty nine Batmobile which the set number is 76139, and it's got 3,306 pieces. And I absolutely love, 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 love. It's wicked. Top, be all and end all the sets this set for me. I think it's about time Lego did it, and they did do it, and what a job they've done. It's a big set. Yeah, I saw it in the shop. I bought it in, where was I? Blue Water, I think I was. I bought it. Nice. They had quite a lot of them. One thing, when I bought it, every single box had print damage on the top. Oh, really? Yeah. And there was... So I picked one up that was on the shelf, and I really wanted to buy it. And I said to the bloke, look, I really want this, but this box is... all that It had, like... Like, the print was lifting off on the top edge where you can see, like, the top view of the Batmobile. Yeah. And so it was all coming through white, and it's a really black box, so it was really, really obvious. So I said to the, there was someone that worked there, I said, can you, you know, have you got any out of the back? And he said, oh, yeah, we've got loads of them. And I said, can you go and have a look? And, and he bought out another three, and they were all the same. All yeah. different bits, but all damaged. So, unfortunately, my one is a little bit shop-soiled. But you bought it anyway. I bought it anyway, and I got the... You get like a um, a little one as well, didn't you? It was like a little yeah. limited edition one. Oh no way! Did you get the limited edition one? Mm-hmm. I missed. I missed out on that, Drew. That film for me is like one of the best films ever made. I don't know. There was there was just something about that film that changed films for me. I think it was Tim Burton's take on Batman. Jack Nicholson was amazing in it. They were all amazing. Kim Basinger was amazing in it. Uh, Michael Keaton. The whole film was fantastic. But I also think the time that it came out was 1989. It came out on my birthday. I was very, very young. And I did manage to go and see it. It's one of my favourite films of all time, that film. I absolutely love that film. Yeah, I loved it at the cinema. I think it was the first time I'd seen Batman that didn't have Kapow and stuff like that. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) <laughs> exactly. Do you remember the hype for the film, though? It was absolutely immense, wasn't it? I remember just it went on for so long and then the film came out and everyone was going nuts buying Batman T-shirts. I mean, 
it went on for so long. And because in them days, not to sound old, too old anyway, but in them days, things were very different. So obviously you'd have to wait how long, two years before it came out on video. So you wouldn't see that until on video until the next one was out. All thereabouts anyway. And uh, it just kept the magic alive. I think it kept the whole magic alive. I think it kept the spirit of cinema alive. And I think that is what also made it very special. Yeah, it was a pretty big film. It was a pretty big in the day, you know, Prince doing the soundtrack. and Oh, yeah, it was fantastic. It's one of my best, as I say, one of my favourite films of all time. There's a few films that have set the bar, I think, and uh, a lot of films have tried to take from it. Um, Jurassic Park's another one, which is another amazing film, set the bar with special effects. Um, this look a bit ropey now when you look at Jurassic Park, but it's still, the premise of the film is still tremendous. I mean, the actual science behind the film is amazing. Still to this day, I still think. Another film I love, yeah. So this, you got it, did you? 1989, Batmobile, Drew. I did, yeah. 3,306 glorious black pieces. <laughs> <That's> a <long laughs> <one>. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it's a big set. I was really surprised when I saw it built up in the in the shop as well. How big it was! I mean, I'd heard people saying, "Oh, yeah, it's really big," but yeah, it's it's huge. There's only one thing that can make the set possibly better. What do you think? What's that? Uh, I'm I'm ignoring the rubber head of the Michael Keaton figure. Yeah, which is which is absolutely in tandem with the film. The Joker figure looks great. You know, um, Vicky Vale looks great. There's only one thing that can make this better. Do you remember in the film where he used to speak to the car, he'd say, shields. He'd just say, shields. And the whole thing would cover up with shields. You want a shield that covers the whole car? Oh, my God. Imagine if you had something that could do that. Not literally. Not like when you speak to it. Not like a boosting where you say, shields, and it covers itself up. But obviously some sort of grill or something that, you know, they could have like done that. Like a big jelly mould that you could then put over the top of the car. Yeah, but it was made out of metal, wasn't it? It came out in a sheet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. I mean, but for this for this Batmobile. My God, that would have been spectacular. Why do I have to think of things like this? <laughs> think of um, impossible things that you need. Yeah, I know. Like, that it makes no odds to the set, really. The set's amazing. The next set that they need to bring out is the 89 Batwings. I mean, that was wicked. few balloons in there. Get it the same size. And we're talking then. They made the whole film pretty much. I'm sure about the, the Batwing. I mean, I think the car is definitely iconic. But what they need to bring out is an original, the very first Batmobile in this size. Yeah. Yeah, they <laughs> do. That would be amazing. I think what they've done here is, though, and I have to say what they could have done better was, they needed to bring Bob. I sort of said, I'm doing it again. They should have brought a Bob minifigure out, if you remember Bob which was his sidekick in the film. And what do you not remember when he brings out that extra long gun from his pants and it's massive, it's stupidly long and he shoots the bat wings out of the sky at the end of the film? Uh-huh. Well, he has got a gun there. He looks like he's got one, but it's just not quite long enough, is it? Yeah. But excellent set. Yeah, that's one I shall be getting in 2020. Definitely. It's only just come out, actually. Uh, brilliant set. Shame I missed out on that little Batmobile, though, man. That's... I'm ill with that, mate. I am so ill with that. But I'm sure one will crop up somewhere. Brilliant. Next set I want to talk about is one that I've just built. And I got it. The only reason why I'm talking about this is because, well, 
There's a couple of reasons why I'm talking about this. One, I got it incredibly cheap, and you got it very cheap too. Yeah. Um, it's a Newbury Haunted High School. Um, this is a completely different concept. This is Hidden Side. It's got Lego Hidden Side. It's got 1,474 pieces. And its item number is 70425, Newbury Haunted High School. Now, I'm in and out with this whole hidden side thing, bro. Yeah, me too. I mean, for the for the retail price, yeah, no, it's, it's a no-go for me. But we both got it at you know, a ridiculously cheap price on Amazon. Yeah. I'm not sure if that... I mean, everywhere I see them or any of the hidden side, they're all discounted. Yeah. I mean, they've released a second wave, but I very much doubt we'll see a third wave because I think I just don't think people are buying them because I think they don't understand what they are really. Yeah, oh. I see. I see what you're saying, right? But I have to say a couple of things. First thing, it wasn't a bad build. I think I was more impressed with the price. If I would have paid 110 pounds with for it, I wouldn't have been too sure. Had an app with it. It does a lot of cool things. It, the front flips out. The eyes pinged off. I don't know whether you've seen it online. So basically, it's got um, like the front of the building comes away and some claws pop out of it. And then some eyes pop out of the top part of it. It's meant to look like a monster. You flip it around the back. And um, yeah, you can see it's got like a little canteen in there. And I quite liked it, though. I thought it was, I thought it was cool. I thought it was the figures were very cool. I think the hidden... figures are really good. I really like the figures. Yeah, definitely. Hidden Side is quite underrated because I think they're not understanding that, for me personally, and I said this in one of the other podcasts, it just reminds me of Monster Fighters. Do you not remember when they were bringing it out and I said this? I said yeah. it, remind, it reminds me of Monster Fighters, but a modern take of Monster Fighters. And I love Monster Fighters. I thought it was great. And I like all the neon bits in it. There's a lot of touch in it. As I say, for £60, which I, did, I was very lucky to get it for that price. It's £110 in a Lego store. I enjoyed it. It was good. Yeah, it wasn't that bad at all. And if you can get it for that price and you like the hidden side sets, I would highly recommend it. It was a bit sparse on the inside. It's not really the inside, but the other side of it because it has the no back. back. Yeah, the, the back side of it. it. It was a bit sparse. But it was it was a fun build. Took about three hours from start to finish. Not bad. Yeah, I really like the look of it as a building. Uh, I mean, I think the worst part of it for me is the bit where all the goofy things come out, the eyes and the claws. I see, don't think I'll ever be popping them out. You see, that's what I was going to say. As a building, it's actually very cool. The front of it looks good. And then you get when you open it up, you get nine bags inside it, nine bag numbers, and you open it up the instructions and you just got loads of stickers man there must be 50 stickers in there and yeah 50 stickers is a lot of stickers but when you put them on they look very good they don't look bad i mean me and you both are not fans of stickers i don't know any lego fan that is but no very cool liked it i didn't think it was that bad at all could have been a lot worse well hopefully they learn from this and just bring out some nice monstery sets without the app because i think yeah it's failed i think it's fallen yeah without the funky business with it <laughs> yeah yeah very cool 
I liked it. And I also got the uh, shrimp shack, but we'll talk about that again in another podcast. You see, I quite like that shrimp shack, and I actually preferred that over all the other hidden side sets. I just thought it was very cool. But we'll talk about that again in another podcast. I did get that at a very good price as well on Amazon. This is going to be the last set we're going to talk about. This is one of my favourites of the year. I absolutely love this set. I think it's reasonably priced. It is the Dinosaur Fossil Set idea set. 21320 with 910 pieces. Um, it was created by Matt Brun. And I really like this. I think this set is absolutely epic. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I agree. And when I said I was buying it in the Lego store, you sent me a message saying that I shouldn't buy it. Did I? You did. I can't think what set you wanted me to buy instead, but it wasn't this one. Oh, was it not? Oh, my sweet Lord. Was it the Batmobile? No, it wasn't the Batmobile. It was another another small set. I can't think what it was. Oh, it's going to bug me now. I'll have to, I'll have to see if I can find out which one it was. Oh, but... my God. Well, now it's my turn to backtrack. <laughs> if, I, if I said that, I completely take it back. I got it with 20% off in the Lego sale. They had a Black Friday sale at Lego Land in Manchester, and I got it for £44. So it's uh, £10 off every £50 you spend. I thought it was a mega bargain, but I absolutely, I absolutely love this set. I think that it's just brilliant the whole way it fits together, and it's massive as well. I thought it would be tiny, but it's really big. Yeah, it is big. Yeah, I mean, I saw that in the store as well. And I was like, wow. Yeah, that's big. <laughs> the Triceratops, mate. Wow. That Triceratops, bro. That is something. I actually prefer the Triceratops to the T-Rex. Yeah? Yeah, I just thought it just... It's very cool. Nice and bulky. Got a good forehead. And it's clearly identifiable. I mean, you look at that and you can clearly see anyone would be able to look at that and say, that's a Triceratops, man. Obviously, you've got to know what a Triceratops is first before you can turn around and say that is one. But if you did know what one was, and you were to see that, but you'd never seen a Lego version, you'd just say, yes, man, that is definitely a Triceratops. Yeah, yeah, they do look really good. <laughs> <laughs> no, they are very cool. I actually really like him. No, uh, not, not joking. All jokes aside, really cool. Nice build as well. It was a lot of little pieces, as you'd expect. Um, lots of studs and modified studs. And I really enjoyed it, man. I can't describe how good it was. From the offset, actually, the Triceratops is the same as the piece out of all. The T-Rex is great, don't get me wrong. But I like the Triceratops. I just think it's big, it's bulky. Yeah, I really like the way. I can actually give you the piece number. Just one second. The piece is 6287596. The horse hitching. I actually really like the way that that horse hitching clips onto one part of the body and the other part of the body. And then you get a claw and you get some tusks and it makes the ribs. I just love that. I think it's brilliant. Genius. Is that on the Triceratops? It's on it's on the Triceratops and it's also on the T Rex. Ah, uh, oh, I can see it. Yeah, I can see it. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Great build. Some nice pieces in that as well. I can't recommend that set enough, man. Wow. I wonder if you could get these sets so they moved. That'd be good, wouldn't it? Yeah. 
You mean like motorised? Like it's like walking, you know, people do those one those sets where things walk. Yeah. It'd be a bit hard to do that. I think the, I think the the legs are fixed to the base. The legs are not fixed, aren't they? But yeah, you'd have to get some moving. Yeah, same with the Triceratops. In fact, the legs on both of them were fixed to the base. Nice podcast, Drew. We'll carry yep. on in 2020. This will be our second year of podcasting, then, Drew. 2020. Yeah, isn't that crazy? Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, gone by so fast. I'd like to wish everyone in Brick Geeks, all Lego fans, everyone who listens to our podcast, everyone around the world, all the best of 2020. We hope you had an amazing Christmas. We hope you like our podcast as well. Loads of new Lego sets to look forward to as well, which we'll be talking about next year. Don't forget to check out the blog. I'll put a link in the description. Have an awesome 2020, everyone. Indeed, yeah. Enjoy yourselves. And uh, we'll do lots of Lego building next year. Yep. Keep building. See you in a bit.